0: Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 21 of the Official Gears Podcast, where we talk about everything from mouse ears to butter beers. I am Brian. With me, as always, is Alan, and we are the guys of ears of experience, or the Gears for short. Thank you for tuning in and listening as we continue our travel with series.
1: Alan, how are you? I'm doing good. It's uh, kind of getting back to some fall weather here in Chicago, and I'm kind of liking it. How about you? Yeah. I'm, I'm good.
0: Um, I will admit, I haven't said this out loud publicly to a lot of people yet but I have kicked Uh-oh. the yellows for the time being. So oh no. I have, I have kicked any kind of carbonated beverage f- until, until uh, uh, our announcement here and in, in, in a little bit, um, oh. yeah, it's been about two weeks straight now without one. And yeah, it's uh, i I'm a little surprised on how well I'm doing, but uh, <laughs> it's not Good been too bad. Yeah. And Actually, I've had a lot of Disney and Universal requests over the last couple of days, too. People wanting to travel. So things are good. Things yeah, are definitely and good.
1: A, uh, I've had a couple of both, and um, I've had some Royal already starting to peak up, but I oh. said I could do that. So they're like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. A good thing. Uh, yep. All right, as your mouse experts, we're here to help answer all your Disney uh, and Universal Destination questions and help you prepare for your next vacation, and if you missed it on our last episode, we were talking about traveling with an all-girls party with our fellow mouse expert, Summer. Uh, Always good to have her on the show, Uh, and on this episode, we welcome a first-time guest and another fellow mouse expert and a member of the Gears, Mike Carnes. He's going to be joining us in just a minute, and uh, before we get started, we have a special announcement for you, though. Uh, we are actually going on a gears trip. We've kind of hinted to this, uh, a little bit, but we're going to make it official. So, uh, Brian and I are going to be joined by some of our fellow gears, uh, and some of other fellow mouse experts. We think they are still waiting for confirmation on that. Um, as we make a trip back to Walt Disney world. Yeah. with, With that being said, um,
0: there are two people that are going to be joining us that we know of cody cash uh, one of our in-house team members and mike Carnes, who is on the show with us you're going to be with us as well aren't you
2: yes sir i certainly am i'm looking forward to it and yes. thank so you for having me on the podcast yeah no, no problem. problem welcome thank welcome
0: you. yeah thank, thank you, you for coming on um mike we wanted to have you on the show for basically i mean a couple of reasons you're one of the original gears members You've been with the company um, and with Alan and I in the gears for quite a while now, and you have a party of all boys every time you travel to Disney, don't you?
2: I do have all boys, and they're getting old, older. <laughs> um, but we've been going since they were one and a half, six months, and three years old. So, And now wow. they're 18, uh, 16, and 13. So, yeah, we've got a lot of history. I that wow, for cool. Kayla. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Mike, why don't you uh we're gonna just kinda ask some questions and let the listeners get to know you a little bit. Um why don't you start by telling them where you're from?
2: Sure. I'm from the St. Louis, Missouri area, a little west of St. Louis, but in that st general vicinity. Have you ever you're been actually to ever in O'Fallon, aren't you? Yeah, O'Fallon, Missouri. Yeah. That's it's St. Fun. Charles County.
1: Yeah, Mike and I found out when we met at a conference that uh, I actually graduated high school over there in O'Fallon, Missouri, not far from Mike. Same,
2: same, so, yeah. hi- right? Uh, Fort Zumwalt North. My Zumwalt older North. son just graduated from there this year. Yep. I Small was there a long world. time ago, though, not, not just last year. <laughs> <laughs> there might be some of the same teachers there. Who knows? There might be.
0: <laughs> Mike, have you ever been to the uh, Walt, Walt Disney um, Hometown Museum? Like, no
2: i've never been down to marceline unfortunately I've, it's always been on my bucket list but i've yet to get make it down there
1: yeah. i think
3: if that sounds like another gears
2: trip, trip. yeah that, that that's a great it. idea i would do
3: that's
0: it it's, it's, like I would say it's probably it's probably about seven hours for me but i think i could fly and somebody hopefully would pick me up from the airport
2: absolutely sure
0: <laughs> so but mike how long have you been with the ears?
2: Since August of 2014, so six years now.
1: You've been in longer than us. Yeah. That's
2: great. Yeah. So yeah, that's when I signed up, but didn't really actively get involved for for about a year. I was a little hesitant getting the website going and just procrastinating. But uh,
3: yeah, <laughs> I've
2: uh, been up best and best. Up, been up and rolling for at least since 2015
0: nice yeah i feel like once you sign up it's one of those things if you don't keep that momentum going right away it does take you a little bit to kind of get into and build up your clientele and everything is everybody's all excited when they when they sign up but then you know all of us had full-time jobs whenever we signed up so Mm -hmm. we wasn't something we can focus our entire life to at the moment so i'm with you It, it kind of drug out a little bit longer than i wanted to for me as well um
2: yeah, that's I mean, exactly. That's, that's is. exactly my situation. You hit it right on the head. Um, but the love and the passion I had was there. It's just, yeah. I've never done anything like this. And it was, it was taking a, a leap of faith, you know, to be honest with you, but uh, I'm so very, so very glad I did for, for many reasons. Yeah. Yeah. We I, I
0: understand that taking the leap of faith because when you talk to a lot of people, you know, the, most, I think, think of travel agents as female. Especially when it comes to Disney, and so when you bring up that you're a travel agent that specializes in Disney, a lot of people maybe kind of look at you sideways or something because they just <laughs> yeah. don't expect it. It's like your so, guy. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, guys like Disney too. The passion's there. I mean, there's you know we like it for different reasons, but I mean the passion's still there. And sometimes I think our reasons are a little better for than, than the than the <laughs> ladies. So.
2: Yeah, I've thought that myself, and I've never had anybody confront me with that but I definitely have had that in the back of my mind but I mm-hmm. you know it hasn't changed anything you know everybody still no. is very very welcoming and, of course, and as soon yeah. as I start giving them information they're all in at that point
0: and that's all you gotta do you just, you just have to know your stuff and be confident yeah. in what you say and, and just keep putting the information out there so well, you, you brought it up um, where did your love of Disney come from
2: so I think this is uh, Somewhat of an interesting. I I never visited Disney World as a child. Never um, grew up lower middle class. We just never had the money to take vacations like that. I mean, I never left the state of Missouri till I was in high school. So we would always go to Branson or Silver Dollar City things like that. So I never got to go as a child. Um, but my first visit was in two thousand one. And it was just me and my wife then we didn't even have any children. But, uh, our first trip, she did all the planning. I went kicking and scratching. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to be around all the crowds, but when I got inside the Disney bubble, the Disney bug bit me, bit me hard. (laughs) And every trip since then I took over all the planning. Of course I merged it into a, a business with ears. So. That, that's, that's where it all came from. It, I, I didn't want to go. And then once I went, it was over. And I've been going at least once a year ever since then.
0: So we we'll owe it to Kayla then to uh, say thank you or else we may not, never met you. Yeah,
2: so, right. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's exactly your, right.
1: I hear that a lot with people. who's like, you know, the husbands are like, yeah, yeah, I'm paying for it. And I'm going because the wife and kids want to go and like, but you can always find something really great for the dads. Um, and then a lot of times, you know, they're they're in the car on the way home or on the plane going, all right, how do we how do we make our next trip happen? So, so
2: kind of yeah. So for me, it was, oh, I don't want to be around the crowds. And then, of course, you th- the money. It's like, oh, we got to spend the money. But I tell you, I, I, I can honestly tell you to this day that not, not all, but the majority of our family memories have been created in Disney World. And mm-hmm. I can say that with 100% accuracy. Every time we, we see a picture, oh, we remember when we did that, or we remember when we were there, and it just s- starts a conversation. Yep. So yeah. that's true.
0: I, I get that a lot too. Um, when we talk about family memories or vacations or something, people always bring up, you're going back to Disney or you're talking to Disney again. And I sit there and I just look at them and, like, you know, there are far worse places to be than Disney World. You know, if I'm going to make yeah. memories, I'm okay making memories at Disney World. I, it's it's something that I know is going to last. And when it comes to the price, it's not that I just go overboard every single trip. But there's a lot of times I don't I don't once I have it paid for, I don't think about price anymore. No,
3: nope.
2: yeah,
0: like it's 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 done with. It is what it is. I, I've paid for it, and I'm going to go enjoy my vacation. Yep. So,
2: so the price for me was just the initial, the first trip in 2001. But ever since then, I look at it as an investment on quality family time and quality family memories. I mean, you just, that's priceless. You can't put a price on that.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Very true.
1: So uh, what do you find most
2: rewarding about being a mouse expert? Ooh, there, there, are quite a few things. Um, I would say being able to help each and every family specifically based on the wants of their specific vacation. You know, some, some clients want to do all thrill rides. Some don't want to do any, you know, it depends on their kids. Uh, some want to focus on meeting every character, but with our tools and knowledge of, of the Disney product, we can make every client's dream vacation come true. And, and design it to however they want. So that, that's what I'm most proud of. I, I just field all their questions and just, you got to sit back and listen. And then you just bounce things off of them and they're ecstatic. You know, that's, like, that's exactly what I wanted.
1: Yeah. Brian and I have kind of talked about that a little bit about like um, having an interview with your, your potential client and what do you want out of your vacation? What's your expectation? What do you want to do? Um, makes a huge difference in, in getting the right vacation for people That's pretty cool
2: just taking their feedback just sitting back and listening and then creating something and and hearing the joy when you when you structure everything and tell them you know how does this sound and they they're just ecstatic about it and then when they come back that's the real joy and seeing how everything was planned out how it all worked
3: yeah
0: i learned a long time ago the more you let people talk the more you get out of them and the more they really open up and tell you stuff that they may not have intentionally or meant to intentionally tell you. <laughs> so until they stop talking, you just sit there
1: and listen. So
2: that's, that's the number one, just listen.
1: Yeah. And uh, what's the most often question you get asked when you're planning a vacation?
3: Ooh. Uh,
2: well, this is another aspect I love about being a Disney authorized travel advisor is we have the answers to every question, if I don't have it at my fingertips, we have a network at ears that I can have that answer in five minutes. As a matter of fact, they don't even. If it's an email, I get right back to them. Throw on the phone, I say, "Hold on, I'll just get on our group page or text one of you guys." And I mean, within seconds, it's answered. But as far as specific questions, you know, just the normal best time to go with lower crowds. Um, how much are fast passes. That's always one I get. So I'm I'm happy to say that they're free. Anytime I can say something's free, makes me sound like, like a a good guy. I'm helping them out. Uh, uh, (laughs) The best age to take a child. Uh, Is a dining plan worth it? You know, all, all the same ones everybody gets. Yeah.
1: So based on that, what would you say is the best piece of advice that you give travelers?
2: Oh, I wish I would have done it on my first trip, but definitely seek the guidance of a fee-free Disney travel advisor, especially if it's your first trip. There's so many tips and tricks we can present to you um, that are invaluable. Um, And being, being said that, slow down, take your time and absorb the magic. And if a a travel advisor helps plan your trip, it takes all the stress out of it. So when you get there, everything's ready for you. You can just relax and enjoy your your vacation with your family because that's that's why you're there. Family memories, like we said earlier.
1: It's true, it's true. Um, And so our last question we have for you is, are you currently working on anything to secretly be able to assist your clients better?
2: Secretly? Well, I don't know. Secret? Well, I guess it's secret. I really haven't. I just completed the Royal Caribbean master's program. I haven't really thrown it out. It is in the signature of my emails. So unless somebody recognized it, nobody's got back to me on it yet. But, but yeah, I am authorized to book Royal Caribbean trips now. So yep. thank you, COVID. I'm, now we yeah, opened I'm, up and broadened our horizons. Exactly.
0: That's, that's, that's big though, because I think Royal Caribbean is going to be one of the first cruise lines that open up.
1: I I just, I had that feeling. I have a feeling that's coming too. I I would, so we know there nobody is cruising until the end of October, pretty much no cruise line out there that touches the U S but I'm very curious to see what happens come November 1st.
0: There are some cruises out there. Uh, Some cruises are out there right now. They're, they're not allowing americans on at the moment mm-hmm. um,
2: but europe, yeah europe has
0: but
2: europe
0: started
3: is, yeah so, we
2: so, will not be the first because they will not they will not take be that the adventure, first just yeah. like the parks they let everyone else go and they took their time dotted their eyes crossed their t's and they made sure they were ready and i sure, imagine yeah. they'll do the same thing for a cruise line
1: well and i thought about it like um why not go right off the bat the, the ships are probably the cleanest they've ever been because there's still crew out there on those ships that have to have something to do all day and uh, you know they're not just sitting in a port in many cases those ships are still moving around they might have a, a reduced staff um, but there's still people out there taking care of the ship maintaining it and things like that so um, I'd, I'd be willing to go we, we might already be I'm looking at it. 2021 crews <laughs> Say, yeah, I'd be I'd be willing
0: to go too. I think I'd have a hard time convincing Mandy to go, but I would be willing to go. But I completely understand those that are saying they're not ready.
2: Yeah, um, exactly. I'd be willing it, to it, hear what the ship capacities are going to be before I make yes, any decision. I doubt they'll like be that. full. Yeah, yeah I, no, they'll be I full. I know they shouldn't be full. I don't even yeah. think they should be fifty percent. To be honest with you. So, mm-hmm. I haven't heard a number on that yet, but I'd be curious yeah. to hear when they do start what it will be. Personally,
3: How's I would love a cruise work? ship
1: at 50%. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> right. I feel like I don't feel like the ships are typically that crowded anyway. And if you wanted a cruise that was only 50% capacity, you'd have parts of the ship to yourself, I think. So, well, I would feel about if it. If you can get the pool at 50%, that would be
0: amazing. Yeah. Anything.
2: Yeah. <laughs> any, any attraction on a cruise at 50 percent i a
1: love a cruise and i gotta tell you it's been uh it's been over five years since we've been on a cruise and we're itching we're like <laughs> get the ships moving again <laughs> like we were actually talking about that for next year we we're talking about whether we want to go back to orlando or right. we're looking the at beauty
2: of it is you can do both
1: exactly we're looking at maybe disneyland next year disneyland universal oh. hollywood or a cruise we're trying to decide so
0: so we were were looking at, that's a win-win we were look, yeah we were looking at norwegian uh alaskan cruise um just mandy and i, I haven't done alaska somebody. i
1: would love to do alaska um, i'd love to do an alaska they, everybody i they, know it's been in alaska says they're amazing
0: they were they were putting out a promo for next year um it's it's gone now but it was uh kids go free and mm-hmm. i was like i'm in for extra 200 dollars. i'm in if kids can you know get the upper tier um did that end in. It, Well, it was Norwegian.
1: Oh, okay, okay, sorry. And it yeah, and
0: Norwegian. it was back in June or July. Mm-hmm. And at that point, though, we were like, we have no idea when we'll even be able to cruise again. So, right, we just didn't really think too much about it. But for it was nine hundred dollars a person, and kids go kids went free.
2: Yeah, I know. Before Disney canceled their their latest round, that pretty much knocked out December. It, the sailings they had in december which closer to christmas obviously is peak times yeah they were they were very reasonable uh very reasonable like regular rates for around christmas but since they've they've postponed those sailings so but it'd be interesting to see what when cruise lines do open back up how their price structure is because right they you know, figure they'd want to get get people on you know they're, they're yeah. hurting just like every travel industry uh, every travel industry is, every aspect of it.
3: Yeah. 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 So right, uh, we're
1: glad to have you on, Mike. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it and getting oh, to know you a pleasure.
0: little bit. Are you ready for some rapid fire questions?
2: Uh, yeah, I guess so. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. So nope. the way this works is Alan's going to read off 10 different questions. All we want you to give is the answer. Uh, The first thing that comes to mind, and then we can go back and elaborate on any questions. Uh, So if we want to ask you about any of your answers, Um, I'm going to time. The timer will start as soon as Alan has finished reading the first question. That just made it a lot worse. I
2: was ready with the questions, not the timer.
1: First
0: answer.
2: We'll
1: we'll come back and elaborate later. Just first gut answer. All right. Like right. A time
0: time to beat is forty three seconds, and that's Summer and Leslie are oh, tied with forty three. Time and a competition. So yeah. and a
1: competition. Yeah. It is definitely a competition with Summer. <laughs> definitely.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Oh. Okay.
1: All right. Are you ready? ready Timer's barn? ready. Timer's ready. All right. Here we go. Uh, what is your favorite attraction at Walt Disney World? Flight of Passage. Mickey Ice Cream Bar or Ice Cream Sandwich. Bar. Favorite Resort. Each Club. Funniest character to meet?
2: Oh, definitely Pluto.
1: People will be surprised that you haven't done this at a Disney park.
3: Hmm.
2: I've never sat through a whole parade. That's Disney soundtrack. Oh, I love the Epcot entrance music.
1: Marvel Universe or Star Wars? Oh, Marvel. Disney villain you can become friends with? Gaston Oswald or Steamboat Willie Steamboat Willie, and before your vacation is over, you must pack
2: <laughs> true, it's a good one.
0: Unless good you're just gonna buy all new
2: stuff and leave everything there,
0: almost <laughs> as good as Josh's. Josh said he had to check out, so
2: well, yeah, so yeah, <laughs> along the same line, sure. <laughs>
0: All right. So, although if you have fifth... a credit
2: card on file at Disney, you don't really even have to do that. That's exactly.
0: true. That's true. So, Mike, we're at fifty seconds.
2: Oh, uh, so good. summer, summer and Leslie. Title. Yeah, yeah, they
0: still mm-hmm. reign supreme. <laughs>
2: oh. So, not everybody can see this, but Peach club see, shirt, yay! Yeah, I love that resort, especially with the boys. Just the pool You can't be beat on property. That is a great resort, great resort, great pool. I don't
3: you stick to the parade? Oh, yeah. Why don't you stick to the
2: parade? You know, I can blame it on my boys, I guess. But <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll be honest. Being the travel advisors that we are, some one, I'll, I'll just give a free tip to those listening. Wait times are much less while the parade's going on. That's true. Just saying. So unless you have kids in your family that want to see characters in the parade, that's a great time to hit those, those attractions with long wait times in the middle of the day. Cause the trades true. at three o'clock. Normally high peak time for wait, for waits. That's true. So that's usually, and, and having boys, as we discussed, they would much rather ride rides than, than watch parade. Sure. Now I'm not saying I haven't ever sat. And, and started or ended a parade i have just never sat down it's an hour in advance time. on the curb on main street waited for the parade watched the whole thing go by and then go just
1: i never, don't think i've ever done that time. part either we usually tend to catch yeah. it in frontier lane near step off so
3: right. yeah
1: but then you're right there and you hit those attractions for the lines that's right and back up uh i don't think anybody else has said pluto for your funniest character to meet either
2: Oh yeah, and, and specifically, well, really, two spots: Chef Mickey's and Garden Grill. And those are two favorite character meals ever since the kids were little. That's those are just must-dos, uh, mainly because of of Pluto and his antics. Uh, took my my son's hat and just walked around the whole the whole restaurant with his hat on. <laughs> Literally didn't didn't get the hat back until he made his rounds back again. So. They just, that, that's one of those great family memories we have that we always just yeah. crack up about when we talk about it.
1: That's fun. That's pretty cool. Uh, we have mentioned a time or two on the show, I think that your name has come up when uh, Brian and I have talked about our um, evening party. <laughs> and we said that I think you might oh, have eaten your weight hours. in ice cream bars. Yeah, you, you might oh, have yeah. had your weight in ice
2: cream bars at the party, but it was part of the fun. It, it look, works? it's in, I, I you know, it's part of the cost. I, exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm a pretty frugal guy, so if I'm gonna get my money's <laughs> worth one way or another. And, and that's, enjoy I mean, it. That's part of enjoying it. And right? there's so many. I mean, walking from attraction, there's just stands everywhere. I'm gonna pick one up. And you have time, and not, time to eat it between the tracks. Yeah, plenty of time. When
0: we not only picked one up, sometimes we picked two up, and we try <laughs> oh, to settle yeah. the debate which one was better. We'd have one in one hand, one in on the other hand, and we couldn't finish either one of them. So. Matter of fact,
2: I'm pretty sure we did the uh, Mickey Bar sandwich a couple right
0: times right then and there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I think at we the same time several times. Yeah, um, I think <laughs> we again, ended up with I time. think it was. 12 in one night, five ice cream bars and seven sandwiches or something. like
2: <laughs> that. It was crazy. I didn't get sick though. So that's, that's no. good. That's part of it.
1: Yeah. So um, let's move on a little bit. Let's talk about some of the top myths about boys and what they want to do at Disney world. So what are some of the myths uh, um, about boys at Disney world? Like, you know, people say, well, my boys are only interested in star Wars. They don't care about all that Disney stuff. They just want to do star Wars. How do you feel about that?
0: I think it's, I mean, I'm with you. There's so much other stuff to do than Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars is a big part of Hollywood studios, but even if you didn't go to Hollywood studios, there is still enough to do in all the other three parks that boys are going to be entertained and not feel like they're being left out. And a lot of this episode is going to talk about those kind of things. So I'll I'll just kind of wait and hold some of my comments for that. But yeah, it's, it's not just Star Wars for boys.
3: Yeah,
2: oh, I, you, I agree. I, I agree, but by this, I would agree more so today than when my kids were younger. Uh, Disney was definitely geared toward girls. As I remember, you know, when we first started going with the kids, like I said earlier, they were one and a half, six months and, and three. And Many times when we were booking character meals, other than the, the Fab Five, there was no Buzz, there was no Woody, but there were a ton of princesses. And so, not saying you can't do those with boys, and we did. We, we ate it uh, in the castle at Cinderella's Royal Table with the boys. Of course, they were young then, but that's that's an experience for, for anyone. You don't have to be a boy or, or, I mean, you don't have to be a girl. Um, but I think over the years with Star Wars, with Toy Story Land, um, of course there's always Wild World of Sports. Um, if, when your kids get a little bit older, uh, there, there's watercraft, um, there uh, tr- with Triple D Ranch. I mean, there's a lot of things to do. You just got to venture off the the guided path a little bit and sometimes away from the theme parks. Help you with that.
1: Yeah, sometimes step out of the theme parks because there's so many other things Absolutely. to do there.
2: You, you won't, you won't come close to doing everything at Disney, not only one trip, but probably in a decade. You just, it's just so much.
0: Yeah. And you're right. They have started gearing the, um, the parks a little bit more towards boys, uh, especially with it comes to characters and character meals. Uh, the attractions, I feel like there were always something there for the boys. Um, we always had, you know, Big Thunder Mountain. We always had um, Splash Mountain, Jungle Cruise. Um, you know, there's always stuff there for the boys, Test Track. Even back in the day when Alan was there, they had the Ninja Turtles. So, I mean, there, there was there <laughs> oh, yeah. was stuff when, there for them.
2: When we first went, there was uh... – who are those? They were at Hollywood Studios. The Power Rangers. Gosh. Power oh. Rangers. That was it. Yeah. And yeah. the boys yeah. wanted to see them in the back yeah. lot, so yeah. that was that was a thing then. You know, came after the Ninja Turtles, but yeah, they were there too. Yeah, they yeah. they were. I remember remember well. But yeah, you're right, Brian. That just uh, and now, don't know when it's going to happen because of the coronavirus, but the talk of the uh, table service restaurant in Toy Story Land, Buzz and Woody and. You know that, that that's a no-brainer for me i mean that should have been done years ago no matter you could have yeah. stuck it in anywhere any little nook or cranny and it would have been a it would have been a hard hard reservation to get immediately
1: yeah yeah that building was coming along pretty good before uh corona yeah. so uh, now i think it's just a matter of when will it open to finish it up so but yeah it's totally cool and um you know you kind of touched on some of those other things that are out there Uh, You know, you have the wild world of sports. Have you gone over there with the
2: boys? We have. It's been, I was trying to remember how long ago it's been. It's been quite a while. But when we went, I don't know if it's an ongoing thing, but they had the NFL experience. So they got to participate. It was like a half a football field. They had the punt, pass, uh, got to kick field goals. On AstroTurf, it really looked like a like a football field, and they they really enjoyed that. But that was when they were much littler, and we haven't been since then. So I can't really speak to how it is now. Well, I
0: think they still do something very similar whenever they have the Pro Bowl there. Uh, yeah. If, if you guys go down for the Pro Bowl, uh, which is held at, uh, I think it's University of Central Florida's football stadium, um, they do a lot of things over at the ESPN zone with the Pro Bowlers.
2: Yeah, I had seen some videos of people over there over the years, and yeah, I think, I think you're exactly right.
1: We haven't really talked about it a whole lot, but they did open the NBA experience at Disney Springs as well. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming if you're a basketball fan, NBA experience is gonna be a good thing.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, we haven't had the chance to visit there yet. I've, As I was telling Alan before we started recording, I've tried to get this trip in for three attempts. <laughs> um our, our last trip was last fall right i think it was the just a day or two right after star uh, galaxy's edge opened so the nba experience wasn't open yet skylanders weren't running yet so I'm, I'm really anxious to get back and try all those new things that i missed out on last year
0: i'm a big basketball fan uh, like i really like playing it and i was actually going to be a basketball coach whenever i graduated college but i decided i didn't want to teach and um I've been in the NBA experience and walked around the museum part or not the the gift shop didn't go in the museum um, because it was just me. And I think we had dinner reservations with uh, the ears meet up um, afterwards. And so it's, it's a really cool museum to kind of go in and and especially the gift shop too, because there's so many different things you can get there that you can't get in your local stores. Um, But yeah, if you're a basketball fan, I do think it's something that you or your kids would enjoy.
2: Yeah, we were able they had the gift shop open before the experience. So we at when we were there we were able to walk through the gift gift shop and I totally agree. A lot of lot of items and merchandise that you will not find at your local sporting goods store. Um they have shack shoes with size I don't know what they were eighteens or something. <laughs> yeah.
1: What about any of the gaming things? Have you done any of the um, game experiences throughout the parks? Do the boys like
2: those? No? Uh, so like,
1: um, there's like Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. There's the yeah the yeah, yeah yeah yeah.
2: So um, we we did Sorcerers when it first came out. Yeah, we we definitely did that. Trying um, trying uh, try to think of what uh, the Void. The, the void. void. Now I don't know if you consider that a game. It's really not a game, but but that Kinda. was amazing. That was amazing. It, I've never been in a VR, mm-hmm. you know, nothing. Which one did you do? At, uh, Star Wars. We did too. We did that in December. It was that, pretty amazing. That blew my mind. I just couldn't, you know, you could put your hand out and you were wearing something else. It was, it's You are a Stormtrooper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's nuts. So I know that's not a game. I'm getting a little sidetracked, but. Uh, it kind of is. Um, it kind of is. Yeah, There's we, stuff you have to done, do in there. Yeah, we've, we've gone over quite a few different holidays and we do the the seek and finds at epcot and and the kid cot stations you know they, disney is not short for giving you giving you things to do for guests of all ages and, and and likes and dislikes they they have everything it's just a matter of no they're there you know
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's true very cool um so let's move on to our next section we're going to talk about about different resorts that boys would love so uh what kind of resorts do you like to stay at when you go to Disney
2: world your boys so again that's changed over the years for financial reasons of course so when we first went older well yeah and there's five of us now and, and there there's been five for the for the majority of the time uh but when we first went because the kid was under three, you can have them in a a pack and play. So of course we, we've, when we first started going, we did all the um, all-stars and they were fine. I mean, for what, for what they're there for, I mean, it's their value resorts. They get you on property, they get your transportation. You're in a Disney bubble. Everything was, I was completely happy with that, but, course (laughs) yeah as you get older and well we've been to disney a dozen times why don't we try a moderate and then of course then the next step why don't we try a deluxe so you know i don't i don't have a running count we definitely haven't stayed at all the resorts but uh yeah we're we're definitely pretty much moderates and deluxes now plus plus being five of us when we all go now there's only certain resorts you can stay at that sleep five so that that knocks out the all stores right off the bat but i'd say our favorites probably polynesian i love uh, animal kingdom lodge and beach club of course
0: i think when you get the um the the taste of moderate and deluxe you kind of don't want to re yeah you can't go back you don't want to revert so I, I'm with you. Like we we've done all the all stars. I have done all the moderates, um, and I've done one of the two of the deluxes now. And um, it, yeah, I, I just I mean we do pop every now and then when we're just staying for a real short time or something. We're not planning on spending all, a whole lot of time at the resort. Um, but there's just something about the moderates that just keep drawing us back. And yeah,
2: if it's a, if it's a quick quick hit trip, I have pop is my go to for now, especially with the Skyliner, the transportation, yeah. but it, it, you know, they converted all the rooms to two queen size beds. I, it, it's a no brainer. But again, if you're talking five, you know, yeah, you're, you're limited, you're, you're select moderates or deluxes. And that's, that's just, that's just where you are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You mentioned animal kingdom lodge and you mentioned the Polynesian as being good resorts for boys. Um, yeah a couple others are the art of animation, standard cars or Lion King suites, oh, which are at the value category. Absolutely. And then we haven't really mentioned them. We've mentioned the all-stars, but we haven't mentioned the movies or the sports. Um, both of those have some, uh, some decorations and, and, and motif that uh, I think attract young boys, especially with the, with the sports and the, uh, the movie scenes out in the the courtyards. Um, and then you have the Pirates of the Caribbean or, or Caribbean beach pirate rooms. Sorry. Um, that have the boat the uh beds are designed to look like pirate ships so that's pretty cool for boys and that's in your moderate category um, any of those that you guys have stayed at or your boys really like
2: we haven't uh they I mean, how, how many years it's been i guess it's been quite a few now that they converted those those rooms to the uh, pirate rooms we, we haven't had a chance to stay in them yet um, one thing when you, you just said art of animation and cars, that is a suite. So we could definitely sleep up to six in there. Uh, right. But we just haven't got around to staying there yet. But I think that would be great. They would they would love it, even the mm-hmm. even as old as they are. I know that they they would still like that. Well,
1: Which and those suites really are cool. really
2: nice because
1: there's still two bathrooms. So when you got five of you, yes, it makes yes. a whole lot of difference have that extra bathroom.
2: Yeah. What they really mm-hmm. did there is they just took two rooms and made them into one so you got two bathrooms yeah. you got really a double kitchen area that they combined because they were the wall was in between them and yeah it, it, that's a really really nice setup really nice setup yeah
0: yeah we've talked about it before that it's a value resort but it does not have the feel of a value resort
2: not at all mm-hmm.
0: and you, no. like so you have the lion king you have the cars family suites so it's not just i mean your standard rooms are the little mermaid standard rooms but Um, You had the Finding Nemo suites as well. So there's a lot of mixture of uh, boys and girls, gender type movies. Like, you know, they can like both of them. And I know your boys probably grew up the Cars franchise. And that whole Cars town area they have down there where you can get your picture with every single car from the movie. It's, It's a really cool setup.
2: Yeah, they've really got it laid on nice where the walkways all look like street, like Route 66. And, mm-hmm. and now everything you said and now throw, throw in the Disney Skyliner. Yeah. I, you know, it's great. It's Yeah. They just knocked it out of the park with that. There are some
1: I cool things did. going
2: on over there. Yeah, Hey, <laughs> one other place that the boys like uh, is the Boardwalk just when the buskers come out at night the comedians the jugglers the magicians um, you know you can rent surrey bikes and, and take that loop around by beach club yacht club back through boardwalk um, that, that's that's a real great great time you know an mm-hmm. evening if you don't have park plans at night it's a great restaurants there um, espn is there if you want to try to catch a game uh, that, that's a area that we really like to frequent quite a bit
0: so it's definitely a nice area to go, and even if you're not staying at the resort, just go and hang out. Uh, you know, when you have a downtime or something, because you, there's a lot of entertainment there. You get some wonderful pizza, you can get some wonderful ice cream desserts. Um, wonderful place to just relax.
2: And the entertainers will, you know, they'll throw a rope out, and you sit or stand behind the rope, yep. and majority of the time, they'll ask for audience members to come up and be part of their show. And of course this was a wonderful family memory. They picked one of my sons and had the plunger on his head and made it disappear. You know, (laughs) we got videos of it. It, It's just, it's just a a great time. It it really is just a fantastic time. And what age were your boys when you started
1: letting them go off and do their own thing every now and then? Or are you? Uh,
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to an extent, uh, as we do, we have that range where the youngest is now 13 and the oldest is 18, and there's a little bit of divide there. So, of course, we're going to stay with the 13 year old. Uh, but the 16 and 18, they will venture off on their own. Now, we'll all be in the same park, but they'll go out on their own, uh, you know, with magic bands. It makes it super simple. They don't have to have cash or credit yeah. cards. Just I give them authorization when we check in and they're good to go for that. Of course they have a limit and they have to deal with me if they go over it, but <laughs> you know, they don't have to carry any cash on them. Um, right. and, and of course they're, they can, you know, 18 they They're they, sometimes they want to go back to the resort before we're ready. They've been at Disney long enough. They know how to navigate back to resorts. They know how to use the transportation system, regardless if it's bus, boat, monorail, mm-hmm. So that's probably about the extent of it. We, we, if they wanted to, and they never really asked if we were at the resort and they wanted to go to Disney Springs, or I'm completely fine with that. But it's just never really came up. Yeah, we kind of talked about how close do you have to? It's like all about yeah. knowing your kids and what they're they're capable F, of.
0: Yeah, oh,
1: definitely. What their level of maturity and responsibility is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> how close do you have to monitor the uh, snack credits?
2: Uh, on two of my children quite yeah i, I don't it's like it, it, you know it's like being a thanksgiving feast if you if you sit back and wait you're not going to get them so those snack credits are gone by day three of a seven-day trip almost always so you better get in and use them or else you're going to be paying cash for your snacks after that
0: that's funny oh. All right. Well, you guys want to get into what some must do's that you got to do with an all boys party? Sure. Sure. Alan, why don't you start? What's one thing that your boys have an all boys party would have to do?
1: What about the Pirates Adventure? So that's over in Adventureland. Have you guys done with with the boys?
2: We have not done that. I've actually started, I didn't complete it when I was on a research trip once. Uh, it was fun. A little more time-consuming than I have the patience for, but I think I think my kids would like it, certainly. you know, After we did all the rides, of course. Maybe during a yeah. parade.
1: <laughs> I gotta say, so on my last trip when we were there in February, um, I had a family trip with just my mom, my brother, and I. And um, on our Magic Kingdom Day, we did Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, and we uh, did the Pirates Adventure. And you know, even now, my mom and my brother are like, you know, that was a lot of fun. I'm like, I can't believe we never did that before. And I, I don't feel like I was missing out on anything. We had a really good time just kind of roaming around and, um, you know, playing these little things and see what was going to happen. And uh, um, they were doing at the time that if you completed two of the Pirate Adventure maps, then you got an extra fast pass to Pirate. Yes. Right. So, you know, what wasn't to like? It was fun. We had a, we had a really good time with that. And actually, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom was pretty good. So uh, my mom's going to be addicted now. Every time we go, we're going to have to get cards because she's not going to be <laughs> satisfied with the full collection. We got in full collection
2: or she's not going to have it. But yeah, um, that was pretty cool. And we, I think it's a good We one. probably had more. We spent more time doing Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Um, yeah, it, it's really neat how some of those interaction how they take place and how they, you know, they happen. So they yeah. got a kick out of that.
0: I think boys really like it because of the whole mystique of behind like what are you looking for trying to solve clues being you know being kind of like a little you know miniature Sherlock Holmes and we, we've done the Pirates uh, adventure we've done the couple at, over at Epcot and then we've done some on the Disney Cruise and Blaine really enjoys them yeah. because it's like I said he's just figuring out a mystery and he's can't wait to get to the end to see what you know what his prize is or get the next clue uh, so we can keep moving on. Um, so yeah, it's not something that I would say do right as soon as you get there or anything like that, yeah. or, or skip a fast pass forward. But if you have some downtime, um, you're waiting on a you know dining reservation or something like that, then it's it's perfect chance to um, just wander over to Adventureland and just grab a map and go solve some clues. And the whole
1: yeah, and on thing of the collector cards of that too yeah, that's, that's, that's what I was
2: just going to say. You touched on that. And it's the whole collection, boys and baseball cards, Pokemon yeah. cards, you know, three boys. They're competitive about everything. So, <laughs> you know, we have to get the cards for them and we have to hand it to them. And then, you know, then the whole trading nightmare. And, well, he <laughs> said he would give me the, you know, but yeah, it, the, the, yeah, that that that's definitely part of it. You're absolutely right about that.
1: Well, and even when we first started playing that, we were walking around in February. I was like, I can't believe the adults that are walking around with books and binders of the cards. And that, you know, you go up to do the little activity and you see somebody with a book and you're like, what cards do you have to trade? It's a whole nother world happening right there with the whole thing. Uh, okay, let, let's, cool let's
2: yeah, I've seen that. But let's make sure we visualize this. Not a book. This is like a Bible I mean, binders, They open
3: yeah.
2: and yeah with the plastic sleeves with the card inserts i yep. mean hunt yeah i'm probably underestimating but hundreds of cards and they just flip right to the page pick one out and do their thing Yep. yeah there's some serious sorcerer players out there no doubt
1: it's pretty cool I, I really enjoyed it too all right well there's
0: one big land we got to talk about uh, besides Star Wars, oh, besides Galaxy, Gal- well, I was gonna say besides Galaxy's Edge, like we're gonna and take right that one next out for other. me
3: because
0: <laughs> that is completely a, a different animal, and it's Toy Story Land. Every boy needs to go experience Toy Story Land. Any we age. all grew up, yeah, we yeah. all grew up with the movies. Um, even even us, I mean, we were young when not young, but we were fairly young when the first movie came out.
1: Um, and it might have been <laughs> well.
3: <laughs> I mean, you. you come,
1: <laughs> it's been what
0: almost twenty years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, almost, aren't they? No. So I mean, yeah, it's getting close.
3: Yeah.
0: So uh, I mean, we we were all younger, of course, and you know we watched the movies. We we kind of I don't want to say grew up with them. I guess I mean that's wrong, but uh, they were in our lives, and when you walk into toy story land you immediately think you're a toy you're you're you're, you've shrunk uh you're you're little um you're walking around in annie's backyard and the grass is you know 60 feet tall there's wood blocks everywhere i mean it's it's incredible with what they did with that and then you take in that you have you know buzz and woody over there and jesse and bo peep um you have the green army men uh, walking around, you have uh, Toy Story Midway Mania, which is one of their most popular rides that everybody can okay. ride. Um, it's a gaming style ride. So you, you're trying to get that high score. There's some tricks to getting that high score. So you, you just kind of, it, it just draw, draws a young child, a young boy in for that competition. Then you have Slinky Dog Dash, which is an amazing family coaster. But it's, other than I would say the Barnstorm, it's probably the first coaster that I think, boys could ride and not be terrified of big thunder's got a little bit of speed too it got some hills uh, which i mean sort of slinky dog but slinky dog you can kind of see what's going on for the whole track and it I think that gives a comfort level and then um, you have aliens swirling saucers yep that is just completely different than teacups it's completely different than um you know a lot of the the those style rides other than uh, maters. And it just, it, it's just another ride that everybody loves the green alien. All the boys love the green alien from Toy Story because of the game where you go down the claw and you pick them up and Buzz saves them. So uh, Toy Story Land is, is just something I think every boy has to go experience when they go to Walt Disney World.
1: Definitely. Great options in there. Mm-hmm. And the yeah, Green Army Men band is a lot of fun too. There's there's the Green Army Men that come and play with people and kind of do drill marches and things. And then there's the Army Band, uh Ar- Green Army Man Band as well. They're pretty cool.
2: On twister. Yeah, yeah it, it's a great time. I you know, we planned a trip specifically just to see that when it first opened. Um yeah. and like many lands in the Disney parks, completely different environment from day to night. Yeah. So, you gotta plan seeing it during the day and then seeing it at night because it just it's the same place, just the ambiance, the lighting. It's just completely different.
0: It, it feels like you're sitting in the grass in a backyard on a summer night. Yeah. Like you got the stars and you know, just tall grass. It's like you're laying down in the grass looking
2: up. Yeah, you, you mentioned the theming with the blocks and uh, I was thinking Woody's lunchbox when you sit on the bluebell yeah. cheese. Um you got popsicle sticks behind you yeah they just knocked it out of park. they really did with that so uh what
1: other area that we have that is definitely an all boys kind of area boys love it
2: well we can go right out the back door of toy story land and you enter star wars galaxy's edge that's the first thing i think of um like i mentioned earlier we we were able to visit right after they open. Pros and cons of that. One, Smugglers Run, the Millennium Falcon, we, we rode that. But Rise of Resistant wasn't open yet. So to this day, I haven't been able to do that yet, but that is shortly, hopefully, to be knocked off my bucket list. Two weeks. Um yeah. <laughs> Two but who's coming? Me. Th- that being said, I, I love galaxy's edge you know i love the theming uh, i love the characters roaming around uh, bringing you into the story i love all the shops but just like we talked about with the buzz and woody character meal they have to somewhere have to fit in a star wars character meal uh, a table service meal in that land somewhere i mean Personally, I think that would be the hardest that'd be harder than Cindy's roll table to get. Once yeah. they open something like that up, that's a game changer. All right. I don't even know if they could do it because the land I mean, it's got a good flow to it, it's got an in and out, but somewhere they, they just have to have that. Now that they own the franchise, and I mean they've owned it for quite a while now, but but now they got the park, they got the theming all lined up. They they just, once they get back on their feet after this whole coronavirus they they have to do something like that
1: yeah uh right coming to the resort great. yeah yeah Rise of Resistance is great so we can't wait to see that
2: again i can't uh, wait to get you on it so some other things we did while we were there uh we did build a droid um they the way they got that set up is again this disney hit a home run you know they, they have a conveyor belt and you pick out the pieces that you want to assemble your droid with it could be any color um and you know everything's structured so you you tell them right up front if you want a an r2 unit or the other type of droid and they give you the yeah and they give you the and the r2s are two different types they're like the square top ones or the r2d2 with the dome top but you can build it any way you want so once you determine which one you want they give you the little guide to tell you which pieces and then you will walk over to the conveyor and they give you a basket and you just get each piece that they instruct you to get you can get any any color and once you get all your pieces you go stand in line and a disney cast member will help you assemble them and bring it to life. And it, it, Just when they put that microchip in and they activate it with the remote control, it's it's like in a movie when R2DT wakes up. So it, it, it's really nice, a lot of fun. I haven't and had a chance to do the the lightsaber experience yet. You haven't, okay. I have not. I did, it, it was a lot oh, of fun. Oh, there you go, let me hear about you it. Did. Yeah. So we really enjoyed it. So
1: uh, when we were going on that trip in February with my mom, my brother and I, uh, you know, mom was a single mom most of the time and, uh, you know, brought my brother and I up with Star Wars. We were kind of a Star Wars family. And uh, so it was really cool for us to go and just have the three of us, no spouses, no kids, nothing, uh, and really just enjoy, uh, you know, we uh, ate over there. We got to go to um, Oga's Cantina. Um, My brother and I had already said that we were going to do lightsabers. So we had that uh, pre-booked. And while we were there, uh, my mother decided that we also needed droids. So she bought the droids for my brother and I. So that's R5AW over my there shoulder there, for those of you who can see them in the background. Um, and uh, it, it was – the droids were really cool. I, I think there, I think there's definitely a lot more customization for the R2 units than there is for the BB unit. Um, yeah. And so my brother and I both did R2s. I also have a BB, but he was um, from somewhere else. Um but the 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 lightsaber experience was pretty amazing it's not something you do all the time because you know it's 200 bucks um but if you're a star wars fan it it was absolutely worth it definitely
2: yeah i've seen videos on and it just looks amazing and i've heard a lot of blogs and and blogs of people that have it and say it's really it is 200 dollars, but i heard it's really good quality it's not like the cheap plastic ones you get it yeah they're Once not upon a toy or anything like that
1: no all the metal hilts uh, the the inside of it um the activator part is plastic but the, all the outside is metal um and then the the actual blade itself is plastic but um it's kind of like a double layer plastic and it's it's pretty sturdy so and then you can buy
2: metal. crystals right to change the color of your saber you can
1: yes so you can pick the crystal. There's four different crystals you can pick when you do the experience, but then I believe there's a total of 6 7 if you can find the um elusive black kyber crystal. Yeah. But yeah, so that you can get other crystals. So I have four I have four crystals total. The one that came with my saber and I bought three, so I would have at least a set of four. So I still have to get a yellow and a white crystal next time I'm there
2: and maybe uh maybe try for a black one. So that black one, one is like a like a chaser. It's random. You, they don't sell it it's specifically. Correct.
1: It's a it's a Easter egg in some of the red, um, Kyber crystal tubes. Oh. So okay. occasionally you'll get that's a black. How many red ones do you have? I <laughs> only have the one right now. I didn't go crazy yet. Um, there there's another YouTuber that I watch that they go all the time, and they did like 37 of them or something before they ever got a black one. Um, so yeah, that's a whole other thing. But we'll, we'll talk about lightsabers and stuff more. But yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different pricing options and and things you can do in Galaxy's Edge. So, um, if you're looking for a meal, you can go to Ogus Cantina. Now, Ogus Cantina has um, some light appetizer, snack kind of things, but it's mostly drinks. So there are alcoholic and non-alcoholic drinks. So you can take your kids to Ogus Cantina, um, and it's very reminiscent of uh, the the bar in Star Wars. So and then which was recreated in The Mandalorian. It's very reminiscent of it. It is. Um, and it was a lot just of fun.
2: I'm sorry to interrupt but um, yeah. and you're probably going to touch on this but I just thought of it for the the droid the lightsaber and oasis cantina you do need an advanced reservation so just make hmm. sure you talk to your travel advisor and we could definitely take care of that for you and it's you know when when disney is running full steam it it can be harder to get at certain time yeah. times yeah yeah we were lucky enough the parks are busy so the earlier you let us know the better chance you have of getting it
1: Absolutely, we were lucky enough to do a walk-up for Droid Depot in February, but it was also February, so. Yeah. Keep um. So Ogus Cantina's got some things there. Uh, there are a couple of different things about um, regular food there. So there is the place called Docking Bay Seven Food and Cargo, and there's one other one um that is Ronto's Roasters. Um. I haven't eaten at Docking Bay Seven yet, just because I like Ronto's Roasters so much. I keep going back. Um, but there are some pretty cool food selections in both, um, docking bay f- seven food and cargo is a little bit like an Asian fusion mix. It's kind of spacey, but there's some like rice and proteins and things in there. Um, it, it all looks very good. Um, I have gone to the Ronto roasters. So, um, the Ronto wraps, um, the breakfast wrap. I love the breakfast wrap. Um, it's kind of like a pita bread with a round, um, yellow egg. So that kind of sits in the middle of your pita, like it's totally round. And then they put a little bit of sauce and they put in a sausage and some cheese in it. And they are amazing. Fantastic. <laughs>
2: yeah, the, they, the taste so that sausage is so, so tasty. Very, very good flavor.
1: Yeah. I, so we, I tend to go back there a lot. Um, you can get alcohol in um, galaxy's edge as well. So there's a couple things you can do. You can go to Oga's cantina and you can get a drink and, um, when you are at uh, either Docking Bay or Ronto Roasters, there are a couple of um, alcoholic beverages that are available there. And um, over at the milk stand, you can actually get a milk stand drinks with alcohol floaters on them now too. So apparently, it's a rum. I believe it's a rum or tequila floater. So there's some great Do you options like the over there. The blue
2: or the green, better.
1: I actually only had the blue so far. Brian and I um, on our last trip. We tried the, um, I think it was called the Bantha track, and it's a blue milk with like yeah. a Bantha cookie on it. It was something Bantha. Um, yeah, yeah,
3: that
1: sounds right. It's, it's. I don't know that I would drink it a lot, uh, but it was, it was not bad. It was different. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. It, it reminded me a lot of
0: eggnog. You know, the first couple of sips and everything, you're like, oh, this is pretty good. The more you drink it, the more you're like, okay, I need to stop drinking this. <laughs> I need uh, some water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and the, the cookie was a little little crunchy, but um, it wasn't bad. I mean, I would probably do it again next time we're there or something, but yeah. uh, it, it, it may not be something I do every time. So,
2: yeah. Well, I feel like that's oh, something we yeah. have to try in a couple weeks then. Because what yeah, we did not, when yeah. my son and I went uh, a year ago, we did It's definitely
0: that. not a Dole Whip. You get a Dole no, Whip you got to a... get every
1: time. This no. one you don't have to so much.
2: So. Yeah. I, I
1: kind of want to try the Ursula Dole Whip float it looked really good so
2: it's many like, great snacks right now for for the october you know for the yeah. fall season it like a purple dole whip with like grape soda it
1: sounds really good to me <laughs> i gotta try it it's purple so it got my attention you know
2: and you cannot yeah. not only at the parks do they have these special snacks over the holiday season but all the resorts downtown disney everywhere you go the snacks are
1: everywhere
0: i mean
2: I, I, they're yeah. great to look at and are very very tasty as well that they are. Yes,
1: yeah, so there's a lot of different price points and things you can do all through there. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about uh, the um, Savi's workshop to build your lightsaber. That is $200 per person, and they do only let one person in with the builder. You can't take your whole family in to watch you build your lightsaber, so keep that in mind. Um, the droids run about $99 a piece, and these are both plus tax. Um, so keep that in mind. Um, the drinks at uh, Oga's Cantina were between like $10 and $15, $16 a drink, depending on what it was. I haven't had anything in there that I didn't like yet. So um, there's some pretty interesting drinks and things in there too. So you have so many different options and so many things you can do, so many different price points. Um, so Galaxy Edge is definitely a must-do for me.
3: Yeah.
0: And so all that, that we've just talked about is in Galaxy Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Mm-hmm. There's so much other Star Wars-related things that are not even in Star uh, Galaxy's Edge, that are in Hollywood Studios and other places. So, um, one of the places you can go to is Star Wars Launch Bay, where you can meet BB-8, Kylo Ren, Chewbacca. They have stormtroopers walking around, and even every now and then you have an appearance by Darth Vader at Launch Bay. Um, they have a huge display of movie props uh, in Launch in, in Star Wars Launch Bay, where you can go check out. Um, some of the different masks, uh, I believe you can see miniatures of a lot of the ships and um, like helmets and, and yeah, lightsaber yeah, belts. Just, and... Yeah. Um, Blaine had to play a game and I was surprised at how well he did where he had to match the lightsabers up with every single one of the Star Wars characters, like each Jedi. And he only missed two
3: <laughs>
0: out of like 12 or something like that. And I was like, you don't even know who some of these are. And he was like,
3: <laughs> Yeah yeah it, dude. they were
0: that, in the books or whatever. I'll like, say the books don't straight, show you
3: good what parenting client. Uh, <laughs> I got to say uh, that animated,
1: The animated um Clone Wars uh was on Disney Plus and everybody told me how good it was and I finally watched it and I do really think they did a great job with it. It was a really cool continuation there's a lot of characters involved in that that I wasn't as familiar with. That's where we actually um learn and come to meet Hondo Anaka. Is in mm-hmm. the animated Clone Wars, so I didn't even know who he was until I started watching that. But yeah,
3: yeah,
2: yeah. yeah I think uh, you can you even had... buy a Star or a Darth Vader full costume for like I don't know, was it yeah. five or seven thousand dollars? Yep. yeah. The and they have story.
0: the they have the melted down version of uh, Darth Vader's mask that you can see, yeah. uh, which I thought was really really cool because that's I mean that's an iconic part of one of the movies. Like you just mm-hmm. seeing that mask in the flames, and and afterwards when Luke is is burning it. Um, so a lot lots of cool things to go look at at Star Wars Launch Bay. Then you also have Star Tours, which is a oh, how would you guys describe that ride? Yeah, it's a ride. You, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a simulator ride. Yeah, yeah, But there's so many different version of versions of it that you can experience, and we've talked about it a couple of different episodes of the podcast. Um, that is one that all boys love to ride. Uh, you get several different scenes from the movies that you experience and fly through. Um, if you're lucky enough, you, Blaine has been chosen once on. it. I don't know if Mike, if yours have been or not, but you get to the, uh, the rebel yeah, spy or, or the, uh, you know, this, the, the guy that you're trying to protect at everything on the cruise. So um, that's, that's an amazing thing to, to witness. And I don't know if they're going to be coming back or not, but the March, of the first order, was something every Star Wars fan, especially of the last three movies, just absolutely were, were thrilled to see. When they you'd hear the music playing and you just knew, get back behind the tape because the stormtroopers were coming in and Captain Vasma was going to give you some kind of sly remark on, you know, making sure you're toting the line. Uh, and then you got the Star Wars Galactic Spectacular, which is the uh, motion... Uh, picture show, I guess, nighttime evening show on uh, the Hollywood theater, um, which is an amazing show as well. I mean, we're all familiar with what they do at Magic Kingdom, but they do a very similar thing at Hollywood Studios that is Star Wars related. Um, and then they've got a cool thing that you can do on the Disney Play Parks mobile app, uh, which is Star Wars Datapad. And I haven't had a chance to do that one yet. So be interested to see if you guys have done it or what your thoughts are on it.
2: We haven't, I don't think it was fully functional when we were Mm -hmm. there, Um, but I have seen other YouTubers do it and it looked like a lot of fun. Kind of goes along, not, you don't get cards, but you use your phone, kind of like sorcerer's Mickey thing or you get clues and and it guides you around. And and of course that's in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge uh, Mm -hmm. only. Yeah. We
1: didn't do much with that yet because there was just so many things to do over there. I think as you go back more and more, Um, and you you want to experience more of the land and some of the things there, the the data pad things are going to be really cool. So we've got a lot of things going on over there. Um, Outside of the Star Wars realm, um, what are some of the other things that an all-boys group would like to do?
2: So what about Magic Kingdom, Mike? Yeah, definitely. Boys, favorite. Of course, they like all the mountains, but their favorite's Big Thunder. Uh, I think Brian touched on it a little earlier. Just you know, it's not that long of a coaster, but the speed and as many turns—it just whips them around the the cars and you know the whole uh, at the beginning the steel. You have a hat on, you best remove them. And that whole thing—they get a <laughs> kick out of that. Um, and of course Space Mountain, Splash Mountain—they love that. Seven Dwarfs, I mean, they will definitely do, but it's not it's not their must-do Fast Pass that they have to make. I mean, if it's late at night or early in the morning, if we just cannot be our guest or something, we won't burn a Fast Pass on it, but they will ride it. Uh, pirates. Jungle Cruise, that's that's always fun. Um, and when they were – I mean, still to this day, it's competition, so, you know, they're in as far as buzz who uh, has got to get the, the highest score. Of course, one of my sons got the 999, 999, and we didn't hear the oh. end of that for a, the whole trip. That's all he kept saying. I've never done that either. Um,
0: no, me either.
2: I, I haven't funny. either. And I'm the one that told him how to do it, and I still can't do it, but he did
0: <laughs> it. I, so at Midway Mania, I'm pretty good at that one. You put me on buzz, and I suck. So
2: <laughs> I just well, can't do it isn't isn't the uh, midway isn't you get the you can achieve the highest points but you need a partner kind of tag team because there's certain things you got to team up on at least that's what i've heard i've never done it
1: no i don't know i should just I go for the high pointers
2: yeah
3: yeah
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lots, lots of good options for boys at um at magic kingdom i mean there's so much to do over there yeah haunted um, mansion Yeah. I mean, and there's, there's stuff we probably didn't even name and that I I just can't think of right now that they can, you know, they're definitely, I mean, Tomorrowland Speedway. Um, I mean, when they're younger, they get to drive a car. I mean, that's always cool. Um, So lots, lots of good things over there for boys.
2: Yeah. And even, even now, when you go to Disney World, you buy the crazy character hats and, and you just just carefree you just do things that probably your boys wouldn't do if they were at home you know they'll ride it's a small world Pan. you're just in the environment
1: or in so, a group of friends
2: it, it, well yeah they may not even tell them they did it but <laughs> exactly but yeah when well, we're cool there to all together if if we, they don't,
3: they don't,
2: nothing even comes up we just we just get in line and they do halftime i don't they're on their phones most of the time. They don't even know what we're in line for until we get on the ride. (laughs) But they they don't have any qualms over anything, but definitely throw rides are their favorite. That's good.
1: What about Animal Kingdom, Brian? What are some great rides for boys at Animal Kingdom?
0: So it's funny when I, when we started this, I was not sure how much of this we were going to get for boys. And then the more and more I started thinking about it, I was like, man, there's so much there for boys that just, it just doesn't stick out at you, you know, and think, you know, this is, this is for boys. But Animal Kingdom is full of things for boys, which mm-hmm. I feel like growing up, boys are just curious. They love animals. They've got that, you know, thing about, you know, I want to... Be around animals. I want to touch them. I want to figure out what animal eats others and predators and things. And, and I mean, animal, animal kingdom is for boys. So you have Flight of Passage, which is one, if not the best ride at Walt Disney World. Uh, I mean, it's right up there with, with Rise of the Resistance, uh Kilimanjaro Safaris, which you get to go see lions, elephants, rhinos. I mean, the, you know, all boys love that kind of stuff. Expedition Everest is an amazing roller coaster, and I feel like it's it's quite honestly awesome. it's Underrated, to a lot of people. Um, You got speed. You got hills. You go backwards. uh, In the dark. In the dark. Have you guys ever
2: experienced it with a working yeti?
0: I was going to say. Hopefully, eventually, it'll have a working yeti. (laughs) I did.
2: I think
1: I did once, but I don't. But I heard that they
0: have to take
1: half the mountain off. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's Um, kind of built in there because the size of him. To be able to get them out and lift it out, they'd have to rip out part of the mountains. So yeah.
0: yeah. Um, you also have Cali River Rapids, which uh, it, all boys love to see other people get soaked. Uh, <laughs> it, it's just, it's part of us. You know, we, we just like to sit there and laugh at somebody's misfortune at sometimes. And then um, it's not so, so funny. Until all funny that when cold water soaked.
1: comes pouring over your yeah. shoulder. It's not so funny when it
0: happens to us. Um and then you've you have dinosaur, which I don't know, Mike Blaine is at the edge where he's he's starting to think he's okay with with doing it. um, I don't know what age your boy started doing it or not, but it's it's one of those I think your boys got a little be a little bit older and a little bit more mature because of the darkness and, and some yeah. of those stuff inside the ride, but um, I
2: agree it's we just had a conversation tonight about my wife was i don't know what she was scrolling through something on her phone, and she asked me if if I knew any more information on the new Jurassic park, the coaster at uh, (laughs) universal. And of course we started talking about that. And one of those memories I spoke of earlier came when she goes, remember Sam was our youngest. Remember when Sam was little and we were on that dinosaur ride. And at the very end that T-Rex squeals and yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. So he was probably a little too young to go (laughs) on it, but Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: I mean, if the Blaine's ten and he's at that bridge right now, he's like, "I think I can do it. I think I'll be all right doing it." Um, So you know, (laughs) we've we've given him the choice in the past, and when he was eight, he was in line to do it, and the ride shut down. (laughs) He he started getting himself really worked up, and he just—you can tell the the fear was setting in. But because he was sitting inside that. little temple area the waiting area and it was just kind of dark and everybody was in there and they were talking you know loud and so you could just tell the fear was building up in him and now he's he's he said he's ready for it so we'll see. Um
2: but and another thing don't do it first just in case (laughs) you don't want to ruin your whole day. Right. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Right. Um, (laughs) But another thing in Animal Kingdom that all boys love when they're young and even even still like I, I really love them are trains. And you have a unique train at animal kingdom, the wildlife express where you don't sit across the train, um, like from left to right, looking at the, um, the engine you sit sideways. So you you could look to the engine to, to the caboose and that's designed specifically so you can see kind of the, the backstage area where they, uh, house a lot of the animals and they, they take them back to the vet and, you know, for checkups and stuff. That is a really cool train ride. and. and I really, you know, the the me and Blaine really enjoy it. I mean, Abigail and Mindy do too. But uh, all boys love trains, so like I said, it's it's a different style train ride. And I think you guys got to at least experience it once because I think they really enjoy it.
2: Right, and then if you're lucky enough at the end of the train ride, you get to affection section, and if they're happen to be doing taking some doing some care on one of the animals Mm -hmm. or feeding them, or that's that's an added bonus on top of that.
0: It's a great place to look for hidden Mickeys.
2: All the rock work. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah. So, what about Epcot, Mike?
2: Yeah. The boys love Epcot. Um, just Test Track is by far their go-to. That is that is the Tier 1 Fast Pass we must get all the time. Um, just cars and speed and outdoor and Almost crashing. I mean, it's got everything, you know. Mom's you not a big fan, a but she she goes on it.
0: You get to design your own car, though, which is and really cool. Yeah, yeah. and then they you know, it, Blaine puts flames on everything. He just thinks flames <laughs> makes everything go faster. So big tires and, you and can, flames.
2: And then after the ride, you still have the card, you know, that saves your your design. And when you exit the ride, to have, you know, the the little games. and and races, and you can design it even further um, Mm -hmm. outside in the showroom there where all the the cars are, the GM cars. Uh, So, yeah, it's an experience after you're even done with the ride, and you can can stay in there for hours if you wanted to. You really can. Um, So, yeah, mission space, we're not gutsy enough to do the orange, so we always do green. (laughs)
3: Um,
2: There's
0: nothing wrong with that.
2: No, yeah. it, I, we, I did the orange once and I, I'm not, yeah, I, that's not for me. Uh, <laughs> and I, I do like when they, they just enhanced it. Oh, a couple years ago, I guess now. And it's just, I guess it's 4G. I don't know what, but it's crystal clear. Um, it, it's fun. Uh, but they, they do like that. And Soren is probably the families, just everybody gets together and, we all enjoy Soren. So that's probably our best family ride. Um, That's mom's favorite. So of course it's gotta be, gotta be on the list for sure. And, and, and we're, we're, we're group boys except mom. So, but we still do um, frozen. You know, the the kids have seen the movie, they know the music. um, So we do it. I'm I'm not saying it's a definite, it, definitely not a fast pass but if we're walking by and the wait time is low or if it's at night and there's no wait time we will hop in there um, the kids when they were young they they loved they couldn't figure out how uh turtle talk with crush worked you know they did, they did like how does he know you know on the screen how does you know they would they would go up front and ask questions and and get answers and yeah, they, they thought that was they just could not figure that out well, now they're older they they know the tricks mm-hmm. but uh <laughs> that, that just blew their mind when they were young um we've walked through the seas of course and seen the sharks and the uh uh what are those big the things yeah yeah we've seen them feed them <laughs> they just drop whole heads of romaine lettuce down there and they yeah. just devour them so they yeah. like that they they love all that seeing that you know obviously the animal kingdom, but then here at the seas, you can see, uh, sea life. Um, and one of their favorite restaurants in Epcot, of course, is uh, coral reef with that huge fish tank. Uh, we always try to get a seat right next to it, but even if you can't get a seat right next to it, I mean, that tank is, you can, they have the restaurant design. So any, and it's tiered kind of like a movie theater. So no matter where you sit, you have a view, of that tank and all the sea life in there and there's divers that come in uh, and will feed the the sea life and you you can walk up and and get near the glass if you don't have a seat right next to it Uh, there's a lot of a lot of neat things going on in there sharks stingrays any kind of fish you can think of so
0: Yeah. When we had our reservations at the uh, coral reef, we were in the very last tier. So the, the higher up. Um, and we, I mean, we had an awesome view of the entire tank and we were on the far end of the tank. So, but we could still see the entire tank. We could still see everything that was going on, um, had an unobstructed view because we were up higher than everybody and we got to see divers in there, um, feeding and uh, it was, it was great. I mean, you, you sit there and you're eating your food and I mean, it's just really cool to be surrounded by all those fish and sharks and turtles and everything while you're sitting there eating. It's a really cool experience.
2: It is. And that's, that's one of the restaurants I when I listen to my customers and what, what they want their vacation to be. Sometimes they specifically ask, is there anything uh, for, and they'll say what their kids like and if their kids have any, any in animals at all and, and they're going to Epcot, you know, I recommend, and I explained to them about this fish tank and what is it? Five, 500,000 gallons or some ungodly amount. Yeah. Um, And and they're all in at that point, you know, and the food's decent. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: So yeah, Yeah. it's, that's a hit.
1: The the fish don't stare at you as you eat their friends.
2: No, no. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good picture. (laughs) Kids love that one.
0: I always thought that I was like, am I eating something that just came right. out of that tank? <laughs> <You
2: know? laughs> but well, no, you're not. You're in a land really, you would be. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You're,
0: you're, you're not. So. Uh, all right. So we've talked a lot about Hollywood studios on this, this episode, but Alan, what are some other things that we may have left out?
1: Well, obviously we talked about the, the whole back half of the park. We got to talk about the front half of the park, um, right. that giant icon. You can't miss tower terror. Uh, everybody loves tower terror. Even if you don't love it, Brian, you're gonna love it. We're gonna make you do it.
0: I've ri- I've ridden
1: it. It's just been a while. Oh, it's rock and roller coaster we haven't done yet, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, we got you. But was that um, a challenge?
2: But...
1: No, we were talking and... that he hadn't done rock and roller coaster yet, and I thought I confused it with uh, ever.
0: The... No, it's just one of those things that it's just something has always come up. We've had the kids or something, and I've just never. Never done. It. I skipped it last time to do uh Galaxy's Edge. And yeah, it's oh. it's evaded me my entire Disney life. So Mike, we gotta take him.
2: We gotta yeah, take well, that's the first thing I'm thinking of. That's first stop. Yeah. Yeah. Rock and roller it's, coaster. to do it.
0: I'm not afraid of it. There's nothing. I mean, I would do you know, loops all the time. Hulk is one of my favorite coasters. Yeah. It's just it something I've never right? done.
2: Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna make it happen. So make sure we i already i already have it but make sure we have magic uh memory maker because that's one of the classic shots you get <laughs> when you take yeah. off the takeoff and the, especially for people that aren't expecting it you know
0: you'll have to it's tell me when it is so i can play air guitar <laughs>
1: <laughs> so at tower terror we have rock and roller coaster great ones great ones There's also Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy, which is over there now. So this is a relatively new attraction. It's kind of cool. Um, You get to go in. There's a a big animatronic of Lightning McQueen in there. And you kind of hear the story of Lightning McQueen through the years and how he came up as a racer uh, and helping to train new racers. So that's a pretty cool little attraction. And um, the newest attraction right now to Hollywood Studios is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. So um, I don't think any of us have had the opportunity to do that yet because it opened um, after uh, COVID. So We'll be able to do that again uh, here in just a couple of weeks and check out McKinney and the Railway.
2: Actually, I had clients down there uh-huh. the week or days before. So I that's why I know the date because I'm not some statistician. Yep. But the parks closed down March 16th. I had guests checking out the 16th, but they were able to do this. And I think it opened around the 12th or 13th. Yep. So they were yep. able to do it in that little small time frame. So, yeah, I, I can't wait to try this too.
1: Yeah, it looks really cool. I've seen some of the videos, and, and I can't wait to see it.
2: Good options. Yeah.
0: So, lots of things for boys to do as far as rides go. Um, Mike, you've kind of mentioned some of your favorite character meals, but what are some of the character meals that um, just families of boys might like?
2: Well, see. I, I know ours are definitely with the character interaction the best is and i mentioned earlier garden grill and chef mickey's um you know we we, those are just our favorite because we have such great memories there Um, but we've also i I also highly recommend uh, ohana's for breakfast with mickey and stitch i mean that's one of the few places you can see stitch so if that's on your client's list or that's on anyone's list that's where you can go without having to wait in a line when he's at the parks. Um, what we're looking forward to is the Space 220, whenever they can open that up at Epcot by Mission Space. Um, I think that's going to be, I know there's no characters involved there, but it is space themed and you're supposed to be 220 miles up from the surface of of Earth. So I think that'll be pretty fun too, just the, uh, the way they have the windows and you look out and see stars and kind of excited to see what they do with that. Yeah. Me too.
1: I am.
0: Um, we really like Ohana. It's one of our favorite breakfast uh, places, but we also love um, Garden Grill and Chef Mickey's. And uh, we actually have a reservation for Garden Grill in a couple of weeks. So we'll be able to experience how the new character interactions are going. So I'm
1: looking forward to that. That'll actually be my first time at Garden Grill. I haven't done oh, Garden, Garden Grill yet. Yeah. We usually eat at the We're Sunshine right. Terrace downstairs. So...
2: Yeah. yeah. Well that's a great that is a that is the best quick service option in Epcot. There's so much to choose from. I agree.
3: Yeah.
0: So at uh at Ohana, you mentioned Stitch, but they also have Lilo, Mickey and Pluto. Okay. Uh, Garden Grill, you have Mickey, Pluto, Chip and Dale, which everybody loves Chip and Dale, then you add Mickey and Pluto to that. That that is one of the best character meals that they have. Um, and it's family style, so it's amazing food um and at chef mickey's you have the fab five which is mickey mini goofy Pluto, and donald another favorite um we've kind of graduated away from the buffets though just because we like the sit down family styles more um there's nothing wrong with the buffets they have some amazing buffets but we we typically tend to go towards the family style a little bit more um we we don't feel like we eat so much you know sometimes at buffets you tend to overload and don't realize it but the family style we don't seem to do that too much so
1: well and the the family style they bring it to you too so you don't have to worry about you know i'll take the son and you take the daughter or i'll take this boy and that boy and you take the other boy like you know or the infants with somebody trying to hold a plate and a child at the same time and two plates and
2: And you can just order certain food on the whole platter you don't have to get a whole nother platter right you just get more steak or more turkey or whatever it is potatoes and they just bring that specific side out to you
1: yeah
0: lots of good options for character meals but um yeah
2: yeah
1: so mike what are some of the other non-character
2: meals boys might enjoy so we've we've done quite a few of these um first one I think of is sci-fi dine-in in in Hollywood Mm -hmm. studios. Uh, Just the whole atmosphere and the environment, sitting in a car, ordering your food. Um, You're at a drive-in, so you see clips of old sci-fi movies. Um, They they really like that. That's definitely one. Another one is T-Rex in Disney Springs. And they still like it to this day. And I actually think the food's pretty decent there um one thing they really like to do is uh to have that uh what is it like the the dig in the boneyard i think it was so it's like sand and you just scrape the sand away and then you expose dinosaur bones um it's right outside the gift shop there they, they really enjoy doing that when they were younger um we a couple times we've done the hoopty do review and my humor is a little dry, so that's one of my favorites. <laughs> and my kids are just like me; they they just split a gut laughing. They 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 catch most of all the jokes. And um, we didn't had different tier seating. We actually had uh, we haven't done one, but we've had two on the on the floor, and then tier three up top. And it really isn't a bad seating. Huh? I mean, you can see the stage from anywhere. Um, just if you get on the floor, just be warned that they could come out and pick on you uh, but i was picked to be davies i see gonna say that so just gonna leave that out there it's a great show
1: though very good it was fun and the food's pretty decent too It is.
2: Well, i will tell you now uh, these are not obviously we're talking about not character meals but the older they get they're wanting to go to these two table service uh california grill flying <laughs> fish i my oldest has become a connoisseur and (laughs) we had wagyu beef the first time at uh or i'm sorry at flying fish (sighs) best steak on property it it, phenomenal it it blew my mind i I couldn't i it melted literally melted in your mouth like butter you've really got to try it if you haven't yet (laughs) i had a
1: pork belly there that was pretty amazing too
2: yeah i've heard that was good too i haven't had a chance to try that yet
1: Good options, good options. Lots of great choices, though.
3: There are.
0: So we talked a little bit about character meals, but there's some really wonderful character interactions that you can meet walk just walking through the parks, and some of them that I just want to put out. are, you know, you got Mickey, Goofy, Donald, Pluto, and Chip and Dale. All those, anytime you get a chance, are just wonderful character meets. Um, you have Woody and Buzz. Stitch is a wonderful character meet. You always get a really good interaction with him. Of course, you have all the Star Wars characters that we mentioned earlier. Um, Aladdin is in Magic Kingdom. You've got Jack Sparrow, which is a phenomenal uh, meet and greet. If you get a chance to just interact with him, he's always got a story. He's always asking questions about pirate booty. Olaf is something a lot of people don't don't talk about when you know you talk about boys and somebody but Olaf is a really cool one to meet you have Wreck-It Ralph you have the Incredibles you have Sully you have Peter Pan and Gaston we've talked a lot about Gaston and how to interact with him Uh, we're going to do an episode on how to interact with some of these characters but he's always one that just is phenomenal to meet and then one I think a lot of boys overlook but I think they always need to go meet is Tinkerbell because she always has a story. She's always asking questions, and she's so inquisitive. It's just always a great interaction with her because you just don't know what kind of response you're going to get from her. Mike, do your boys, I mean, I think they're probably got to the point where they've met all the characters and you know, may not do the characters so much, but any of those stick out to you?
2: Oh, definitely. Uh, Goofy's always a riot, no matter where or when you see him. Uh, we had great interactions with Donald over at Beach Club. Like I said, Pluto before over at uh, Garden Grill. Um, Gaston is just – that's he became my favorite villain after I met him in the park. He is <laughs> – he's not out a lot. At least it doesn't seem like it, at least when I've been there. But when he's out, you have got to stop and just ask him questions, especially if they're movie-related He'll go off on a tangent, and he'll he'll drop down and do one-handed push-ups, and just you know all the goofy things that he does.
3: Yeah.
2: He he he's he's really crazy. Um, yeah, and and like I said earlier, the boys did they they will meet princesses. They I don't know that they will now, but when they were younger, it was just part of the experience. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, but Brian's light with Tinkerbell though. She's she's kind of tomboyish. Um, she can be very girly, yeah. but she's very tomboyish. She's got. You know, she's always doing gadgets and you know, she's got a lot of interesting props. Uh when you go to meet her of large props and things, she talks to you about them. It's, it's kind of an interesting one. It's kind of cool.
3: Yeah. And, and
0: I think the face ones, uh, which we, we call them face characters, uh, the ones that actually talk and interact, those are always the best ones, but uh, you're right with Goofy, Donald, Pluto, Chippendale—like those are those are wonderful. And some of my best memories with with Donald are when basically when he's opened his bill and like put it over Blaine's head, you know. And Goofy's done something very similar as well, where yeah. they've like, you know, gone—they've kissed Abigail on the forehead, but then they've like swallowed Blaine's head. You <laughs> know, and it, you don't get those kind of interactions with the face characters,
1: though. No, no, exactly, yeah. yeah. We also have some shows that are really cool, um, must-watch kind of things. So, I mean, if you've got a young boy, especially, um, and you're a Star Wars fan, Jedi Training, um, uh, even, uh, not just boys, boys and girls really like Jedi Training. So we took my nieces, and my nieces really loved it. Um, to be able to get up there with Kylo Ren or Darth Vader um, is a trip they get a kick out of it. Uh, the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular, that show's been there for a long time, and it's still a great show. Uh, there's some really cool stunt things they do and um, kind of portray the story of the original Indiana Jones, which is kind of neat. Uh, over at, um, at Animal Kingdom, you obviously have the Festival of the Lion King. Festival of the Lion King, again, everybody loves. Boys, girls, adults, everybody loves it. It's just it's a, it's a cool show. Um, really cool things happen in there. Uh, you also have um, the Green Army Men as they're out and patrolling every now and then you said you have the the guys that kind of interact and play and then you have like the marching band version of them which are really cool um phantasmic for boys i think is a pretty cool show uh in the evening um i would say the epcot fireworks too but uh for boys i think i don't know i think the phantasmic option is really cool because there's a the whole pocahontas scene and you know um uh, smith is you know kind of hanging from a rope and swinging from the mountain. And there's some cool things going on in there. Um, the, the river lights on fire, um, some cool things like that. And street performers, especially the street performers. If you see any of the Streetmosphere characters, um, boys should definitely go up and see hi to them, say something because they will play right along and pick on the boys and it's, it's a blast. They're always really cool. Some great okay. times to see any of the street performers there. They're usually in um, Magic Kingdom or Hollywood Studios, typically, for the face street performers. Uh, or in England yeah. at Epcot. you see them in England quite a bit, too. Yeah, so we we
0: typically... Blaine falls um, in line every time when we see him with the uh, the juggler in uh, France. Uh, he's, he's a really good one to see. Uh, all the drummers in all the different countries or in Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, boys love to play drums, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least they love to make noise anyway, and <laughs> drums are typically the, the one <laughs> instrument that does that. Um, and I, I would say outside of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, Jedi training is probably the number one thing any boy, or, I mean, eat girls as well, but any young boy that's a Star Wars fan has to do Jedi training. It's just, it's a must.
2: Absolutely. And like I said earlier, it's an experience. If you have Memory Maker, they will capture Shots oh. that you will not get with your iPhone. I That's mean, you'll have hundreds of pictures just of your child in the in the robe, in the Jedi uh, robe with their, the lightsaber, just standing there doing battle. Uh, priceless. I mean, these are pictures you will cherish for the rest of your life that you you just you will not be able to get. Disney, they are literally snapping hundreds and hundreds of pictures and they will automatically get downloaded right, right to your, uh, my Disney experience account for you to view.
1: Yeah. Got to have a memory maker. Yeah.
0: So, we have a few other things that are outside of the parks, uh, that we want to ask you about Mike. Um, and we're, we're kind of running out of time. So we'll try to move this a little quickly, but, um, I have one that's not so much into it. You do. So what are some of the options that you can do at Walt Disney World for your son and for your boys if they're sports fans?
2: Well, we already touched on a couple of them. The NBA experience you mentioned, and we've been to wide world of sports. Some of the other ones, uh, we're not avid golfers, so we don't do the the, the regular golf courses. But we have done both many golf courses, uh, winter, summer land and Fantasia Gardens. Done those multiple times. And of course, you know, when guests go, they give you a free round of four. So why not take advantage of it? It's super Mm -hmm. easy transportation to get to. So take advantage of that on your non-park day. Um, We have done fishing excursions around the the different resorts, around uh, bodies of water. Uh, We specifically did a two-hour guided fishing excursion from the Grand Floridian. Got there, you know, it was an early one, so 7, 7 to 9 a.m., I think. We had a great time. We all caught uh, at least one fish. They took us all. We, you know, did around the Magic Kingdom, Bay Lake, and Seven Seas Lagoon. Uh, they took us all over. They know your guided uh, tour knows all. That's their job. That's their only job. They're cast members, and they know where to catch fish. So you will catch a fish. Uh, they, they took us all over, <clears throat> saw parts of the resort that i've never seen highly recommend that um that's something you can Did book at 180 keep the fish? days out. Did you uh, no keep fish? it's catch, it's and, catch release. and release okay yeah catch and release yeah um, you know. and, and just also renting a watercraft taking boat rides out on a different again different resorts that you're at that, that offer that unfortunately they're not doing it right now but it will it will come back um, so there's just some of the things that we really enjoy doing on our non-park days
0: yeah. And then you can also do, um, you can rent a pole and fish at, uh, Port Orleans. So yeah, at Riverside. Um, if you don't yeah, if you don't want to do the fishing excursion, you can just grab a pole and, you know, fish at your, your resort at Port Orleans Riverside and, and kind of just enjoy that. It's very peaceful. It's not very crowded. So just another option.
1: Yep. A couple other things to think about that boys might enjoy. Um, You know, we talk a lot about Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique, uh, which is typically your princess makeovers, but there is a knight package, so uh, young boys can be made up as a knight at Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique, so there is that as well. Um, Another really cool one, and I know several agents who've done this, is to be sure you get a haircut at the Harmony Barbershop on Main Street USA in the Magic Kingdom. Um, There is a full-service barbershop in the Magic Kingdom, Um, so several of our agents have taken their kids in for, you know, a first haircut, things like that. Um, it's a pretty cool thing to do to say you got your haircut on main street, USA, magic kingdom. Um, I've actually had my haircut there way back when I was a cast member. Um, so it's kind of cool. Uh, there is the Lego store at Disney Springs. Everybody loves to go and play with the Legos. There's a bunch of Legos outside. Um, you can build cars and race them down the table. Um, uh, and then there's just, it's Lego. There's so many amazing things in there. I would go broke if I could at a Lego store, um, <laughs> brian and i we've talked about that brian's got some really cool ones with blaine Um, and then the void we touched a little bit about the void at disney Springs. so there's a couple different experiences you can do at the void Um, i did the star wars experience um, like you mike and it was amazing i totally want to do it again Um, so we're thinking about that in february when we go back for my you know 50th birthday it's coming up (laughs) yeah so um that's a lot of things to go over but uh, Mike, do you have any other final tips for traveling with boys?
2: Um, you know, like I said, our, my boys are a little bit of a wide span. So they're a little different. They, they have different food likes. Two of them are chicken nugget and burgers. And like I said earlier, one of them is a, a food connoisseur. So we try <laughs> to fit it all in. Um, there, there's, that's the beauty of Disney. You can go to one specific restaurant or quick service and they will have something for everyone, whether it's something very basic like burgers and fries or something a little on the other end, like a steak or anything that- And only options. Yeah, a lot a lot of different options. Um, and with boys, it can be somewhat, somewhat challenging to play in Disney World. It is better now for sure than when they were younger and they're starting to add a lot more boys themed plans and attractions and experiences. So I think it's, it's much better now than it was. Um, and with some research and, and the help of, of a travel advisor, we can definitely steer you in the right direction. Once we hear what your, your wants and needs are, and we'll be able to plan the perfect trip for your group of boys. If, if that's what you have. Yep. Good yeah. points.
0: Totally agree. Um, any age,
2: they don't have to be small or or big. Yeah. Anything.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think I need a uh, a trip to the harmony uh, barbershop at the moment. <laughs> and I, I need a haircut. I need a shave. Like it's it's definitely something. Maybe I need to check in, but hopefully I won't need one in two weeks when we go. So, uh, but, but I, I like your good, mention. Man.
1: the beard's looking good. It's, it's filled yeah, in. It's
0: it's got some gray in it, so... Oh, please. got to go. Mine's turning that. white, so, yeah.
2: Put some pixie dust in uh,
0: Yeah. Right. I, I, I'm glad you mentioned the Lego store because it is one of those... Not only do you get to go and, like, just play with Legos, but every now and then you might get the opportunity to do what my kids did. And my kids got to help build the Millennium Falcon that's outside the Lego store right now. And I would oh, say nice. it's probably about 15, 20 feet wide, about 15, 20 feet long um they got to build a little section and then you got to see them the cast members or the, the people from the lego store take their small piece and put it on the millennium falcon that's sitting out there and they got certificates for it um and, and they just they were so proud at the moment to just have a piece of that and i was like you know that's that's one of those little experiences that you talked about mike that just is gonna last forever and in my mind and we weren't expecting it. It's just something that happened. So we, we re- referenced it as Disney magic. Um, and we weren't Another even in the park. Format. Yeah. Another we were not format. even in the park. We just happened yeah. to be walking through Disney Springs and my kids are like, what's that? We want to do it. So yeah. you just never know when it's going to happen.
1: Definitely amazing things to do. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: Guys. I want to say this is, I thought was a phenomenal episode. Lots of information. Um, wonderful tips from you, Mike, on how to plan a, uh, an all boys trip because I have, you know, Abigail, which she can be a little tomboyish, but deep down, she's a diva to the T. I mean, it's just <laughs> who she is. So, you know, we often, we think about her when we are planning these and, you know, it's hard to think, just focus on one. And, um, so, you know, thank you for being able to help us out with that. Uh, With every episode, we like to go over a little bit of Disney news and there's kind of been some big things that have come out in the last week since our last episode that we want to let everybody know about.
1: Absolutely. Uh, One of the biggest things is that Alani, the uh, Disney Resort and Spa in Koolin, Hawaii, is now showing signs of reopening and they are planning for their phased reopening to start on November 1st. So just a little over a month away, um, Alani is going to be coming back to life that's a great one yeah
0: i've seen reports where um so certain airlines have taken the steps to get you over there and doing it the right way and taking precautions so that's exciting uh, some we of the airlines are actually
1: about, covid testing you to yes. make sure you're good to go so, yeah. yeah that's pretty cool
0: yeah we talked a little bit about disney cruise uh cruise line before you know early in the episode um disney cruise line has announced that they will be sailing to baja mexico as of September 21st. So that would be cool. You know, a pretty cool stop to take. Um, I have not done the the uh, Western Caribbean. I've done the, or the Mexican um, destinations. I've done the Eastern Caribbean and the Nassau Bahamas. So that'd be one that I might put on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. And then we I got some Mexico, holiday news. It. Yeah. We have some holiday news, don't we, Mike?
2: Yes, we do. Uh, they just announced that the holiday season, the Christmas holiday season will be kicking off November 6th, lasting through December 30th of this year. And I, I can say for myself, we've been four times over the Christmas holiday. You know, pack your patience because it's going to be crowded. But
3: <laughs>
2: the atmosphere and the way Disney does it, it, again, it's an experience you will never forget. if you If you can do it, I highly recommend it, but like I said, it will, it's one of the busier times of the year because kids are out of school, Christmas break, uh, but the parks are decorated, Disney Springs has a, a, a Christmas tree trail you can look at, there's Santa, Santa, and Mrs. Claus and in, in a few different parks, of course, the closer you get to Christmas, they actually have them in the resorts too, um, haven't told the boys yet, but we actually just planned a last minute trip over to christmas break so
0: i I was gonna ask you because i saw it on the uh you know we're linked in my disney
2: experience um, so we're we're itching i mean we're dying all of our vacations we've tried multiple times this year and everything's been canceled uh we're we're just dying so last minute we decided we're gonna do it Uh, we're super excited more we're super excited to get to disney but the surprise of telling them we're not going to tell them they get off oh, school nice. that Friday before, I think, the 19th or 20th, somewhere around December, and we're not going out to the 22nd. We're not telling them until that morning. We're going to wake That'd up. Cool. We're going to go to the airport. And uh, so that, that's a, that's a lot of fun, too.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, but uh, my, one of my favorite things, this, you know, talking about holidays, is Epcot and seeing how all the countries have their take on the Christmas holidays. Um, everything from hiding a pickle into a tree to <laughs> seeing a lumberjack telling his stories every country is very unique and can't be missed not to mention the food they have great food around christmas holidays too Um, yeah just just a lot a great 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 family activity
0: you mentioned taking you know your patience with you when you you book a christmas vacation um this would be the year though that you may not need to pack as much patience
2: that went into our thought true yeah Mm -hmm. that's going into mine too yeah (laughs)
0: so we we might be down there with you we're we're still trying to figure that out i'd love to get the kids together although you guys are actually going on christmas we would be we we would have to go a little bit earlier but
2: um yeah we we went once um we usually go the week before or i'm sorry um yeah we go we, we tried to go like the first week of december once and the boys were a little too old, they missed school, and it was really hard for them to catch up. So yeah. we decided we'd just fight the crowds. And and we've been, we know how to deal with it, um, but it just works best for us. You know, everyone's gonna be different, of course. And it's gonna be crowded. You just learn to manage, set your yeah. expectations, and know you're not gonna do everything. And, and
3: yeah. just sit
2: back, relax, and enjoy everything that you take in because it could it may be a once-in-a-lifetime trip for you if you decide to go. and. And just don't be frustrated about it. Just enjoy everything you see and do.
3: Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, some more good news. Um, I don't think we talked about it last time. Uh, we might have. Is the uh, Frozen Ever After attraction. Not not Frozen Ever After. after uh, yeah, Frozen Ever Sing- After the yeah. sing-along uh, is yeah. coming back to Hollywood Studios. Um, I believe October 5th. And Chef de France is now accepting reservations beginning on October 8th over at Epcot. Um, so I actually got to eat at chef de France last year for the first time. And um, I loved it. I've, I've been to Paris and uh, it felt like I was in Paris again. So it was great. Uh-huh. If you haven't had a chance to go to chef de France, I totally suggest you try it. A um, couple of cool things there. Yeah. Well, so Mike announced
0: something a little earlier that we haven't touched upon, but we we've talked about it many, many times on this episode, but we <laughs> did not have an official anything from universal. Um, we have a new coaster Today. at Universal, which we, we've all well known about. However, now Universal, even though they they put it out there a couple of days ago and said, here's the name of it. And then said, oh, that's not what we're calling it. We're taking the statement down. Now they put it back out there. They've released the videos. They've released uh, some promo material for it. We officially have
1: a name for it, don't we? That's right. Oh. The Jurassic World Velocicoaster is coming summer of 2021 to Islands of Adventure. I can't wait.
2: It looks amazing. Like Brian was saying, they have that three D (laughs) virtual. I can't wait. It's gonna be hard to beat Haggard's. I'm gonna say that right off. But yeah, it's gonna be close though. Yeah, they're stepping up their game for sure.
0: They they really are. So. Um, and the last bit of news that we have is we've seen that Disney is surveying guests about the COVID policies, mainly the limited capacity and virtual queues. I'm interested to see what they do with these surveys. I don't expect them to continue the limited capacity, but the virtual queues is something that we've all been wondering what's going to continue, you know, what's going to go on with this. Is it going to continue? Is it something they're just going to think about? Um, so what, what do you think, Mike?
2: Well, I think... It's, it's always been a secret since since Disney reopened um, that we definitely know they're at limited capacity, but there's never been an official number as far as 20%, 30%.
3: Mm.
2: You know, the governor has pretty much left everything up to, <clears throat> excuse me, Universal and Disney as to how they want to handle this. And I, I want to say they've done a fantastic job yep. um, and we're going to find out firsthand in a couple of weeks. I mean, that's one of the reasons we really want to go but um, it's still gonna be limited, but to what extent, we really don't know. And I don't think we will know. But what I yeah. do know from, and I will know firsthand in a couple weeks, but just from people, guests that I've had, clients that I've had go, and, and uh, on our years uh, of Experience page, some of our earmates that have gone, uh, I have complete trust that Disney is going above and beyond to keep the resort and parks extremely secure and safe. The clients I had come back said they feel or they felt safer in the Disney bubble than they do going to a local grocery store.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: That's, that's all I have to say. That's all I have to hear. I'm sold. So, and believe it or not, guys, time, these things, these, these changes that Disney has made, even after the coronavirus is gone, I still think some of them are going to stick. I, I don't. It's going to be a while before some of these things are taken mm-hmm. away.
3: So
0: And I think some of them are long overdue. Honestly, um, the virtual queues, the I think, are yeah. I think the virtual queues are long overdue. Um, and it started with pretty much with Rise of the Resistance. Um, Flat of Passage could use something like that, um, and then. Hugh knows what happens with Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, you know, the the, the, Remitu- or the Ratatouille in, in Epcot. Um, Universal has been doing it for a while now. So I think it's time for Disney to catch up and, and kind of see what they can do with it. Because, you know, once Disney gets their hands on the technology, they're going to do something spectacular with it that nobody's ever done before. So uh, I'll be interested, like I said, to see what they do with this information that they're gathering from all the Disney, uh, all the guests traveling.
3: Well, but Personally, specifically,
2: the, I hmm. want to see how they handle the restaurants because I know Florida just opened up phase three and now they're opening restaurants to full capacity. Now, that doesn't mean Disney is Disney going to do, do that because, right. remember, wow. they can have their own guidance and make their right. own policies. So I don't I don't think they will. Yeah. But again, the whole capacity thing, maybe they will open up a little bit more, you know,
1: yeah. Yeah.
3: I I don't see
1: them. Them go back to full capacity right away. I don't see that happening. No, I would no. say it's at least no.
0: January at the earliest. Um, and I've had several people ask me just this week since the governors made that announcement yeah, how packed are the parks, yeah, how packed are the parks gonna be. You know, we thought about going, but we don't wanna go if they're packed. And I'm like, then it's still gonna be less than normal at this yeah. point, even if they go up a little bit. Um, you're starting to get into the holiday season with the um, Halloween parties, typically not this year, of course, and the Christmas parties, not this year. But typically this, you know, the next couple of weeks until Christmas, it starts to get really crowded. Uh, you have a few slow weeks here and there, but, you know, really come closer to Thanksgiving. It's it's busy until January, and it's not going to be like that this year. They're not going to have the normal crowds. Like Mike said, they're n- not announcing any numbers um i think they're slowly going to increase it and and not tell anybody but i think they're going to end up waiting until after the new year before they really start to ramp up the crowds and and start bringing people in in big waves because the last thing they want is to have to shut down again
1: exactly they're way too cautious for that i think yeah but there's some really good things that have come out of this so you know we've talked about the the walk up being able to um you know request a walk up uh, reservation at some of these restaurants now available through the app. Um, mo- more mobile ordering, more mobile pay things, you know, now they've adapted and they you can actually use Apple pay through my Disney experience app for your dining and things like that. Um, so some of those changes I think are all great and I hope they don't go away. I hope they stay there. Um, but definitely, you know, some good things have coming out of this and there's more to come. I think, I think this yeah. it's just going to be a different place for a while. And yep. so we kind of talked about that. We've been alluding to it for a while, but Mike, I believe you're there the 13th to the 18th. Is that right? Uh, yeah, 13th through
2: 17th. Yeah. 13th through
1: 17th. And then Brian and I will be there the 14th through the 19th. Um, and Cody will be joining us for the weekend, um, like the 17th, 18th, 19th. So he'll be there a bit as well. Um, and, you know, we're going to check out a couple different resorts that we haven't stayed at this time. So
2: uh, super excited about that. Yeah, we're, we're I'm more excited about the Mike. Skyliner, and it's not even a really an attraction. But I just <laughs> really want to get on that
1: thing. Mike has invited Brian and I to crash with him at the Riviera Resort, so we're pretty excited about that of seeing Riviera. And then uh, Brian and I will also move over to Caribbean Beach, where I've actually not stayed at Caribbean Beach yet, so I'm kind of excited about that as well. Um, both right no off the Skyliner. No,
3: no, no pirate, pirate room.
1: room. We did not get a pirate room. No, uh, but we we are going to go experience Caribbean Beach and. Um, riviera so we're looking forward to those um stay tuned we're going to be doing some fun things from the park you're going to see a whole lot of pictures and videos and things coming out um you might also get a live while we're at the park or two so we're going to let you know um, more about what's coming up with those too. so stay tuned
0: yeah can't wait all right Yep. Yeah. great episode guys
1: i think
2: that just about i wraps really enjoyed up. it guys thanks for having me on Thanks, Mike.
1: We appreciated it. Great info from you. Great deal. Uh, We want to thank everybody for listening and feel free to comment with your own thoughts. Reach out to us and let us know what's going on. Make sure you post your comments uh, on our posts. Uh, Be sure to catch us next time as we continue our series of Traveling With and we discuss traveling with grandparents in large groups uh, in our next one. Cool things coming up with that episode.
0: Yeah, and uh, keep a lookout for our Saturday showdown tomorrow. What do you want to know on Wednesday and Trivia Thursday? All these are posted on our Facebook page. So please make sure you like and follow it. And
1: And if you like the show and you think you know someone else you might like our show as well, please feel free to share the episode with them. And as always, we want to hear back from you. So leave us a comment, send us an email, um, let us know what we can do better, what you'd like to know about, what you'd like to see while we're down there. uh, And all of our contact details are available in the show description as well. So Mike, uh, we like to end every episode with a quote, and we figured we would give this one to you. Great.
2: Thank you. So don't fear failure, fear, not having the chance. Of course, that's obviously uh, from cars three, but uh, I live that you, you won't know or you won't learn more unless you fail at it. Trust Mm -hmm. me, trust me, trust me, trust me.
1: Yep. I had a, a quote I remembered a long time ago that said, failure isn't failure
2: if a lesson was learned. That's exactly so. Right. You will learn more yeah. from a failure than you will if you don't fail.
1: But you, if you never take the okay. chance, you don't know if you'll succeed or fail. So get out That's there true. and take some chances. All right. And go Thanks, to everybody, for
3: listening. <laughs>
1: we'll catch you yeah. next time. Have a great one.
3: Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right.